Well, it looks like a pretty nice day out there to start things off. It's zero, so it's a little frosty, but uh, you can look forward to sunshine today in a high of 12 degrees. Same deal for tomorrow. little blip now on Friday. Uh, clouds in 10 and then back to sunshine for Saturday, Sunday with highs of 12 and 15 degrees. Not bad. One last week for the Mustang kind of deal, I think. What are you going to do with it? Just leave it in your garage over the winter? Park it in the living room. Put it up. <laughs> a lot of people do that with their motorcycles and whatnot. Dude, I've done that with... I have uh, an album of photos of me keeping my motorcycle in apartments and living rooms and things. And You should see people's look when you're like, can we use the elevator? Hold on a second here. We've got to pivot this ninja into there. Motor vehicles in your living room. And she said, I will. Yeah, I, I do, I think is what you meant. I will, I do, okay, yeah. sure, whatever. Yeah. I don't know exactly what she replied with. But if you just feng shui it in the corner, they don't notice. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. Put some macrame over the handlebars, hang some clothes on it instead of your treadmill. Nice little throw pillow on the seat there. They yeah. don't even notice. Uh, zero to start your day. It's going to be, it's going to be all right. Uh, we have the 540 funny coming up around the corner. I thought of you yesterday, and I thought, man, I sure wish I had a loaf of Pete's bread here right now. Yeah, thanks to you, you've caused a bread line at the office. So that loaf of bread on your desk is not for me? No. Oh. That's for Linda, our wonderful HR girl and and basically overseer of the station. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that Linda doesn't deserve a, a loaf of bread. I just uh, was kind of excited. To, I, I brought you tomatoes. <laughs> All right. Now I got to make... I, I'm going to have to buy a second and third bread maker to keep up with the demand. Uh, well, you can have ours. Okay, perfect. It's in the pantry. I'll tell you it's what, bring it on yet. over and she'll keep making your bread full time. <laughs> it's, it's a great trade here. He's got an assembly line, a Henry Ford thing going on with <laughs> making all kinds of focaccia bread and whatnot. No, I thought of you yesterday because I made, what do you call them, the District 1 Dagwoods? Is that what you call it? District 1 Dagwoods. All right, so I made a sandwich. I'm a, I'm a world-class uh, sandwich maker. And uh, I could never get a job at any sandwich shop, you know. Well, you're a maker, not an artist. I suppose. Maybe that's the way. You're not leveled up that far. So I, I, I make a pretty decent sandwich. I make a sandwich yesterday. I got everything all sitting there. I got a little slice of pickle. Got a little uh, cheese slice uh, there. Just uh, uh -huh. got uh, you know, some, some healthy chips that I like to eat. You know, my uh, food should taste good chips right there in the edge of the plate, a sensible moderated, moderated portion of, of chips. And I eat uh, eat my sandwich, and I'm having my water and uh, watching a little bit of poker on uh, Sportsnet. I set my sandwich down. I go to grab a pickle and a piece of cheese, and I look at the bottom of my sandwich, and the lower half of the crust is green. Oh, no. I had already eaten half of my sandwich, and I saw that the bread was moldy. Was that the, still the same loaf I gave no, you? No, 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 oh, no, no. Your, not your, that this. I've gone through that a long time ago. I was going to say, if you still had that, that would have <laughs> got up and walked away by no, now. No, I finished that last week. That was long ago. Oh, uh, man, there's nothing worse than eating mold. Yeah, so uh, I, I just went, uh, <laughs> Did you power through? <laughs> no. See, people in District 1, so fancy. You just wasted. You should have just ate right around that. Oh, green down, spot there, down yeah. in the poop stain district, you're just going to eat the rest of that sandwich? I'm sure that sandwich is on its way to our district right now. Classic Rock, K97. All right, it's time for the 540 Funny, brought to you by the comic strip. This week's headliner is Jesse May Palusa. We're wondering uh, if Jesse May is coming in on Thursday or Friday. I would suspect Thursday, but... 
Dino hasn't told me one way or another, unless that was him texting me just now. Could this be a real-time update? Uh, no. No. Somebody talking about sandwiches. And you can text us at 780-451-8097. That goes straight to the studio line text machine. So, Jesse Mae Peluso here. She's this uh, this weekend's headliner at the comic strip. It's hard for a woman to keep it kinky in the bedroom now. My compromise is all role play. That's it. But that's hard for me. I'm insecure. I got jealous of the girl I created. <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show. With Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K ninety seven. Okay, I have to tell you, Pete, I had kind of a funny feeling. Look at I just had the hair stand up on my arms again. Oh boy. Should I get some I, exciting music here for this? No, well, uh, I just opened the app and I see that the next jackpot is sixty five million dollars. Oh, but come it, on. I had a funny I had a funny feeling yesterday when I was buying the lottery tickets. Okay. And then when just uh, when I started talking about the funny feeling, the hair stander started standing up in my arms, so I thought maybe that was a premonition. So Friday's draw was $50 million, and yeah. we had a, a, a group that was in on it, Dion, Dave, Robin, George, Dave, and uh, Gordon. One of the tickets won $10, so I went in, and I used the same numbers that we all picked for that draw. Okay. And I bought them again on a Lotto Max and a Western Max, and I bundled them so that we could get the... Uh, Quick picks to go along with it. Yes, sir. So we're going to check that first. Check those ones first. All right, Nostradamus. What do we got? A non-winning ticket. <laughs> and another non-winning ticket. Oh, okay. Your premonitions are about as useful as the psychic at the end of my street here that has two readings for $75. I didn't see me knocking on the door when yeah, I had to... Think of how much money that psychic is saving without having overhead over the office. <laughs> Somebody was looking ahead. Oh, you got to get one of those new open psychic concept spaces where you all just kind of rent a room in an office. Sure. Now, uh, this one, the, the, this collection of tickets, Dan, Mike, Kevin, Lloyd, John, Ashley, and, uh, and us, we're all in on this one. So these are from last night's draw again. Come on, come on. Okay, the Western Max is a non-winning ticket. And that Lotto Max is also a non-winning ticket. Boo! All right. Well, there was $18 wisely spent. <clears throat> but hey. I have always said I really love working here at K97 anyway, and I didn't really want to run over Priuses anyway. My wife's guy went uh, down to the city center bottle depot and saw Kevin, my buddy, wife's cousin. Okay. And he suggested something. He's got a friend who listens every morning when we do the, mm -hmm. the, the lotto thing. Mm -hmm. And then he takes all the numbers down that we pick. And steals our numbers? And he plays them too. I've got an idea for that guy. Punch him right in the no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you can't start punching listeners. Okay. <laughs> but they're playing our numbers, Terry. So what we're going to do mm -hmm. is we are going to keep your and my number secret Smart. from now on. Power move. So we'll get... We're going to get numbers yeah. from our listeners yeah. who are included on the group buying agreement, but we're going to keep our number secret. There's already a way he could get around that. He could buy 50 lottery tickets. He could. Right? He could. Support the economy. <laughs> Supporting the Western Canadian Lottery Corporation and all the charities that it helps. Yeah. Absolutely, he could. But yeah. that's so. So that's what we're. That's that was the conversation yesterday I was having with Kevin. He said you got to come up with a way of eliminating that. And I said okay. So huh. that's, that's how we're doing that now. Why would you want to play somebody else's numbers like that? 
Seems like a. It's, it, it's a bit it, of a douche move. It's man. a one in four. It's, it's a right. one in four. He could he could just go get a quick pick, or he could share in the it, joy of a party he wasn't invited to. <laughs> I know. Sounds like you're speaking of you know a personal experience. It's like you showed up wearing the same hoodie as me. <laughs> On classic rock. Thank you very much, Mark Lewis. There you go. Mark Lewis. We'll have a conversation with Mark Lewis after 7 o'clock, the legendary announcer for all of the great years with the Oilers winning Stanley Cups in 84, 85, 87, 88, and 90. Uh, Todd James will have a pair of tickets to give away to the season opener tonight yeah. at Rogers Place. He'll be doing that in the 3 o'clock hour this afternoon. The Oilers and Canucks kick off the 2019-2020 season tonight at 8 o'clock. Weather today, 0 to start, 12 later. Same for tomorrow. A little cooler Friday and then uh, nice on the weekend, 12 and 15 degrees for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Klondike Insurance, they understand where you live and what you drive. They're locally owned, always available to discuss your insurance needs. 780-439-0715 klondikeinsurance.com Pair of parents have been charged after their Todd. They left their toddler in a cold car outside in Edmonton Casino. Uh, I guess the security was walking the grounds and they noticed that the child was in the back of the car, but the windows were cracked open just a little. Just like if you leave a dog in the back of a car here. So they ended up... It was like zero. I know. I know. I know. Anyway. Your child, your 18-month-old child is not a pet. No. Do up the windows. That's how you keep them warm. Anyway, they rescued the child. The news release say that the parents were arrested inside. The child was taken away for medical attention and when arrested, the mom screamed, Not now! I'm red hot! That last part didn't happen, by the way. <laughs> she was on uh, a heater, you see. Uh-huh. Uh, marathon debate on whether the city should use calcium chloride to clear Edmonton roads this winter hit the skids yesterday at a special meeting. City Council gave preliminary approval to amend proposed uh, the, the proposal uh, by Councillor Andrew Knack that would see the city stop using calcium chloride this winter because... Oh. The city came out and said, yeah, it's fine. And then there was another study that came out and said, yeah, this kind of contravenes all of the bylaws that the city has. So they figured, well, we better have a special meeting and do something about this because we've kind of contradicted ourselves. So now crews instead are going to be using a combination of salt and plowing. Final decision on the city's snow and ice policy was almost a done deal, except for Councillor Tim Cartmill. Uh, he meant to vote in favor of Knack's motion, but made a mistake and voted against it, resulting in a 7-6 defeat. Are you kidding me? So all of the music from Benny Hill was playing in the background. Oh, while my all of God. <laughs> Oh, my God. So I hope they use it. I'm going to write them bylaw tickets. Now it's been put off until a week from yesterday. So uh, they'll, they'll, they'll look at it again on Tuesday. What a circus. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, police seem to be coming up with more and more creative punishments for traffic stops. We heard about what was happening in Estonia where they put you on a timeout on the side of the road for right. speeding. Yeah. Well, down in Tennessee, Shundell Riley was pulled over for a traffic stop. A male cop searched her in her car and he found a joint, Terry. Uh -oh. uh -uh. It's not legal down there. Not legal in Tennessee. So uh, trying to be nice in his mind, I guess, he offered her a deal. He'd only give her a citation for the weed and wouldn't take her to jail if... He could baptize her. 
she was afraid to say no in the situation. Baptizer? So, yes, so he took her down to a lake where another male cop joined. Story gets a little weird here. He offered uh, her the option to strip down, which she declined. He decided to get right down to his gitch, and then they got into the lake. He dunked her, and he released her on a citation, which she then took to a lawyer and now is suing for $11 million. Of course she is. You, and now this story's getting a little weird, you said, halfway yeah. through. It was weird to begin with. Uh, here's something, too. A record number of women have been reelected, or sorry, a, a record number of women have been elected to the Northwest Territories 19th Legislative Assembly, making it the jurisdic- uh, jurisdiction with the highest proportion of women legislators in Canada. Nine out of the 19 MLAs elected in yesterday's election are women. Uh, only two were elected in the last election in 2015. Caroline Carklin was one of the re-elected women. Uh, she said women focus on family and women's issues as well as education, health care, and child care. Well, Caroline, Caroline, uh, I, I believe that uh, men and women focus on those things. Uh, it's great that women have that high on their list of priorities, but How just saying that women do that is Kind of silly, yeah. Policy is the big thing. Hey, uh, all the power to women. Uh, like almost fifty percent of the women in Northwest Territories, uh, uh, almost fifty percent of the legislators are now women in the Northwest Territories. I think that's great. It's great to get new ideas, new thought process in there, uh, as long as the right people are in the jobs that they've been elected for. And so I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Somebody yeah. catches my eye or has some policy that's going to make me think that they're working for me or working for the people in my community, mm-hmm. then they're going to get my vote. Yeah, don't vote based on genitals. It's not really a power idea. There's a lot of things that you can't do in 2019 based on genitals. Swing it your own self. There's a warrant with cherry pie. You know how uh, William Shatner did the Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds cover? Mm-hmm. And he did a number of other songs. And so I always thought it would be great if Peter Ustinoff did a cover of Cherry Pie by Warrant. How you would know. that sound, in, per se? Oh, just very uh, proper and, uh, you know. A lot of etiquette with the swinging to the drums, swinging to guitars, swinging to the bass in the back of my car. Peter, uh, maybe not. Just, uh, I just, we're doing music from the great years this morning, all damn day. 84, 85, 87, 88, and 90. Those are the years that the Oilers won the Stanley Cup, and we've got Mark Lewis doing all of our all of our big voice radio announcer dude guy stuff. Yeah, man. Super fun. It's a good day. Opening yeah. opening uh, season tonight. Uh, so. Opening night, opening yes. Night, yeah. Oilers, Canucks, 8 o'clock at Rogers Place. Zero on the way to 12 in the sunshine today. Uh, SWS Marine Group in Atchison is one of your, uh, is your one-stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. <laughs> This is the all-new Cherry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. It's probably safe to say, Pete, that uh, we have all had uh, occasions that have been indications that we should ease up on the alcohol intake just a touch. Montreal. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. A lot of people can sum it up in one word, and you are not alone. So, 
There's uh, indications that you should probably cut back just a tad on your on your drinking. Okay. For instance, recently, as a matter of fact, this past weekend at a Miami Dolphins game, a vendor at the Miami Dolphins stadium, uh, well, he's accused of charging a fan $724 for two beers. Uh, at a game this past Sunday. Sounds about right for professional sports. Nate Collier, yeah, a stadium beer. He's been arrested and charged with grand theft and using a skimming device is what he, the way Whoops. he did it. Oh, boy. All right. So he's a vendor. He's one of those guys. Cold beer! Hot he's, dog! He, he's yeah. he's yeah. that guy, but yeah. he's got a skimming device. The thing is, you know, okay, that guy done some wrong, right? Yeah. He's criminal, been arrested and all that stuff. But the guy... Who bought the two beers yeah. and didn't even realize that it was $724. Perhaps he should have quit drinking in the first half. And throttled it back a little bit there? And you might be saying to yourself, well, maybe he didn't know. It was one of those things where he didn't get notified right away by his bank. Still, you should probably ask for a receipt. Or at least tapped. What, you don't pass your debit card down six people and then just be like, ah, oh, it's good. You look honest. Fire it like yeah. a Moose DuPont hockey card against the backstop when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the one beer story. It uh, is a good indication that perhaps you should have quit drinking, you know, a few minutes or hours prior. Here's another one. This guy has been hospitalized. He's not doing very well. He may face trespassing charges for getting too close. A man tripped and fell into a 150-degree hot spring at oh. Yellowstone's Old Faithful Geyser on oh. Sunday night. Both of these incidents took place on Sunday. Park rangers found a beer can near where he tripped, and they suspect he may have been drinking. So there you go. Didn't he get punishment enough? <laughs> what, being boiled alive <laughs> yeah. by a geyser? Well, that's a good question altogether. So uh, just take into consideration, you know, what might happen as a result of your beer drinking. <laughs> This is the all new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Thank you very much, Mark Lewis. He's your uh, PA announcer for all of those years at uh, the Coliseum and Rexall Place and Skyreach Center and all of that stuff. Uh, everything that the Coliseum was named when the Oilers were winning Stanley Cups in 84, 85, 87, 88, and 90. What were those again? What uh, were they Re named? Rexall Place. Yeah, I know that one. Sky Reach Center. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, the Northlands Coliseum, know that obviously. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there there was... Uh, I guess I just didn't know the Sky Reach one. Yeah, Sky Reach. That was, uh, had the big scissor lift on the on the side of the building. You know, one of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a sponsor of the naming, like, naming rights for the, for the year. <laughs> uh, for me, it was, uh, you know... Pretty fun to be in the media at the time in Edmonton. You know, I came in 86, so I missed the first couple. But uh, being here for 87, 88, and then 90, the most memorable one for me was probably in 1990 when I was doing the all-request nooner on the old K97. Okay. Spring of 1990. Oilers yeah. uh, win the series four games to one. 
Uh, you know, Craig Simpson and Mark Messier tied for the uh, team lead in playoff points. Uh, Billy Ranford, 16 and 6 in the playoffs there. Uh, young Bill. And uh, I'm sitting there doing the all request nooner, and the phone rings. I answer it. And it's, uh, I, I hear like really loud surface noise kind of craziness happening, a weird atmosphere. And it's, uh, Terry! <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, Glenn Anderson spent most of the time on the phone. Okay. But I, I, I can't remember how many I talked to exactly or how many I actually put on the air, but uh, most of it was Glenn Anderson. He seemed to be the one that was... The drunkest but most understandable, coherent. There's the word. Yeah. And it finished with them all singing Simply the Best by Tina Turner on the plane. <laughs> they called for the all-request nooner, and we played Tina Turner Simply the Best for them uh, on the all-request nooner when they were coming back from their big Stanley Cup win. That's funny, man. It was it was pretty it was pretty cool. Just out cool. of the blue to get a, a call from I'm a tired. completely drunk <laughs> flying metal tube on the way back from Boston. So there, that's my... Uh, Stanley Cup. So Mark Lewis has got some pretty fun and uh, silly stories that he'll regale us with in the 7 o'clock hour. And we still have K97's $40,000 foreplay with Met Credit coming up. Uh, I think we have cash to give away this morning, Pete. Shh. I was looking ahead. I was uh, I was sneaking a are you peek. Giving are we allowed to give hints on that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What are they going to do? Fair. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Petitko on Classic Rock K97. Opening night, Oilers, Canucks, 8 o'clock, Rogers Place. Mark Lewis in the studio with us this morning as we celebrate the beginning of another hockey season. You spent uh, a night or two in the old barn. You know what? I spent 35 years in there, and it was uh, most of it was great. Uh, all of it was a lot of fun. Most... I mean, there was some stuff that happened in that building, and if they tear it down, they can sell the bricks and mortar in that building. Yeah, absolutely. But it was awesome. A lot of things said. I, we just, for fun this morning, we thought we would uh, have you tell us maybe a few of your most memorable announcements that you made on the PA in you the know, old Coliseum. I'm sure you've had some really embarrassing moments on the air where the words that left the top of your head didn't come out quite right, but I had one one day. 1984, 1985, and Messier scored his 50th goal. Oh. And I'm thinking, boy, that's pretty good. So I wrote down on the sheet to keep track of it, and you had the NHL off-ice crew down in the penalty box area give you the assists, even though you could see it all. You couldn't announce anything until it came from the certified people qualified to give you that information, and I thought, well, okay. So I wrote down number 11, Mark... And then I had the assists. Turn the microphone on. The Oilers' goal, his 50th of the year, scored by number 11, Mark Lewis. <laughs> Glenn Sather is on the bench, and he looks up, because my announced position upstairs, directly over the Oilers' bench, and he looks up, and he taps his brain a couple of times, and I stood up and gave him... Well, the whole building just went wild. <laughs> Bruce McGregor, Ted Green were in the booth beside me next. And and I think one of them had to leave to go to the bathroom. So I just turned the microphone back on and say, a correction. And that got, that got him laughing again. So you, you announce that kind of stuff. 
And you thought, well, okay, sure, that's my last game, and I'm taking my ID out, and I'm prepared to hand it in. They never said a word. That's a great story. Mark Lewis in the studio with us here this morning talking about uh, the great years and all of the music. All damn day today is from the great years when the Oilers won the Stanley Cup. So that's 84, 85, 87, 88, and 1990. This is the all-new Cherry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. I've had a few people say to me, you should write a book about all your experiences that you've been lucky enough to have, you know, over the course of a radio career that, you know, and and I thought to myself, I, it would be great if I could remember all of this stuff correctly. And I was telling the story about getting the phone call from Glenn Anderson on the way back from winning the Stanley Cup from Boston. Yeah. That was in 88. So you, you were not, wrong on that Not one. 90. Yeah. <laughs> 90, they won the Cup here. We were reminded of that uh, phone call earlier this morning. 90, they won the up here, but uh, uh, so you're going to need a fact checker for your book when you're. I basically, I need somebody beside me to say, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, that was in '88 when they won four straight in Boston and then flew back, and that's when Bryn, <laughs> who used to work here, yeah. uh, Bryn uh, was working for the Oilers at the time, and he's the one that facilitated the phone call to call me during the all request nooner. So, uh, you know, who could write a book about his experiences is uh, Mark Lewis. Mark Lewis in the studio. He was the PA announcer during all those Oilers uh, great years uh, back in the day. He's got a ton of memories, don't you, Mark? A bunch of others. I remember uh, the Oilers were playing the Chicago Blackhawks in one of the uh, the Western semifinal, and, and they were up three games to none. The Oilers were just absolutely huge in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the Oilers had scored, I think Kevin McClellan scored, or Marty McSorley, unexpected. <laughs> And, you know, with no disrespect to either of those fellows, but mm-hmm. their role, uh, you know, saw them occasionally put the puck in the net. Yep. And uh, the Oilers scored to make it 4-1 to one or 5-1 to one, the end of the second period. I turned the microphone on, and I said, the Calgary goal, and, you know, small mistake, small mistake, and Sather's down on the bench, and he's just looking up and kind of shaking his head uh, like a caged animal. And, and again, it got a big hoot, so you, you correct it, and, you know, the Chicago goal. And there was all kinds of other uh, really fun things. It was a privilege working 35 years as the PA guy for the Oilers because you saw a lot of really good talent. Uh, I remember I got hired by Bill Tuilly. You must remember him, the oh, yeah. former, uh, former PR guy with the Oilers. And he said, uh, and I was working out on the West End at a radio and TV station at the time, and he phoned over and said, well... Stan Ravendahl is leaving. He's going to Moose Job, working at a radio station over there. And you called me. What do you want? And I said, well, uh, I'd like to step in and take over from Stan. And he said, well, we have the Canada Cup coming up. We've got teams from the Czech Republic and, and, and Poland and, and Finland and, and the Soviets uh, and Slovakia. Uh, can you handle any of those languages? And I said, well, I can speak four of them. <laughs> Anything to get the job. And uh, it taught me a lesson uh, that you've got to be able to pronounce these names right. And, and uh, the Polish names are difficult because they had every friggin' syllable in the dictionary mm-hmm. in their name. All due respect. And uh, so you learn how to pronounce them. And one thing that really stood out to me is CTV were broadcasting or telecasting, showing the games on television, and they had, 
a play-by-play guy uh, who has since passed, and a color guy that have been were on the air for years and years and years. And the names they were pronouncing were unlike anything that were on the roster. Uh, so it just taught you that, uh, you know, you'd best pronounce the names. What kind of tricks did you do to, uh, if you'd come across a harder name, did you just, like, write it out phonetically? Like, how, how did you find the proper way to get through some of it? Proper that? way to do it, or at least I did for all of my 35 uh, years, was uh, go to the radio and TV broadcasters. These are the guys that know how to pronounce them. You occasionally, I occasionally go to assistant coach, but uh, do you remember John Muckler when he was the oh, yeah. head coach? He would, uh, like Andy Moog, he would say, uh, our starting goalie tonight when I'd go get the lineups is Andy Moog. And, you know, many of them, you know, didn't pronounce the names properly, but you'd go to the radio and TV guys that were doing the play-by-play on radio or TV. They would tell you. The NHL would give you a pronunciation guide, but, okay, you know, sometimes that was kind of difficult, and uh, uh, many of me would have to spell it out. Uh, because a lot of it didn't make sense, but you know that was one thing you should should have done. Dan, because this guy Mark Lewis, he's. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody has had more cheering after they've spoken <laughs> than Mark Lewis. When you really think about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he could have he could have pulled down his pants and farted out the window, and then the sixteen thousand people in Rexall Place would have cheered because yeah, that was the time. 84, 85, 87, 88, and ninety. The great years for the orders as we get set for game one of the 2019-2020 season against the Vancouver Canucks tonight at Rogers Place. <laughs> K97 traffic. That's a, who, who was that g- that called and said I was wrong? I see, God, I, I knew I was right. We just got a text. The Oilers won at home in 88. That's the year the lights went out in Boston in game four. And they had to come back in Edmonton and replay game four. They won in Boston in 1990. And I know that I knew that because he Glenn Anderson was singing simply the best. And Tina Turner's song came out in 89. Somebody texted you and verified that you were right, right? I was there. You didn't fact check it, though, did you? You didn't GTS it? No, I was I was looking. I, that's what I saw. I saw the Tina Turner song came out in 89. So there's no way it could have happened in 88 because Glenn Anderson is singing simply the best from the airplane. Oh, my God. Terry's seven feet off the ground right now. My, no, my, I have the worst memory in the world. Tired than my truck. <laughs> Can we so, do this traffic Yeah, here? go Thanks. ahead. Yeah. Uh, accident on Kingsway, south of 121st right now. Southwest leg of the hand, a very, very slow moving. Fox Drive, Belgravia also backed up at this time. Free shipping Tuesdays is back. Canada Post Solutions for small business members can ship one package for free every Tuesday in October. Get the promo at canadapost.ca slash ship for free. All right, bad memory boy, go ahead. Probably had to just finish that traffic there. So No, that's fine. I just... I wish my memory was better. I honestly do. There was people tell me stuff <laughs> that I've done. I go, really? <laughs> people have a better recollection of things that I've done or places that I've been or people I've met or whatever than I do. A horrible memory. She's got to focus, man. She's got to focus. I was, uh, t- uh, I would take ginkgo biloba if I could just remember every morning. There you go. That's mm-hmm. one, one of the four songs. K97's $40,000 foreplay. Some ching on the line right now. Yes, we have... Uh, it says we... We have more? We have more money to give away. 
Really? Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to... Well, that's problematic. Oh, hang on a second here. How are we going to give away the uh, other songs from uh, the foreplay? You shook me all night long. Not a year. Every year, every breath you take in satisfaction. None of those songs come from... The great years of the orders, 84, 85, 87, 88, 80, uh, 90. <laughs> you know, I, I got a solution for this. I got, I, I got you, fam. I'm a problem solver, Tim. We have more money. I know for a fact we can't just stop at one. It's not $100. It's more. It no, says, no, I'm not keeping it. I'm a problem solver here. I'm a problem solver. I got you, fam. And since you have the memory of a goldfish, it'll be like you're hearing this the first time today. Carrie Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Hi, K97. Who's this? It's Don. Don. Is Pour Some Sugar On Me your new favorite song, Don? Well, it sure sounds like it. I was hearing double. You, yes, you were. And that's good enough for $200 for you because you're caller number nine. Oh, great. 200 bones in your pants, Don. Congratulations. Yeah, I won't have any problem spending that. I guess not. And, uh, you know, since we're playing all songs from the great years all day long, I'm guessing that for the rest of the day, you should probably just be listening for that Def Leppard song because the other ones don't come from any of the Stanley Cup winning years. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Thank you very much, Mark Lewis, legendary voice of the Edmonton Oilers in-house uh, during uh, all of the uh, big years, 84, 85, 87, 88, 90. I think I already know the answer to this, Mark, uh, because the Oilers only won one cup on the road. But how many did you witness from the booth? I witnessed four out of the five. Wow. Uh, I was at a course. I was working for a, a television network, uh, the network that is uh, subsidized by the taxpayers mm -hmm. still. Oh, that one. I was out in Vancouver. And that's the night the Oilers were in Boston. Remember, the lights went out, the, yeah. the electricity, they had to shut it down. They couldn't continue, so they came back to Edmonton to finish. I think it was game five. Yeah. Uh, so I was back for that one. That was the fourth one. Uh, I think the fifth was one on the road. Uh, and I've always been asked which of the Stanley Cup final appearances they were in was the loudest. Which would you say, Pete? I don't know. It's Just a tough one. The third. The third. You yeah. know what the loudest one ever, yeah. the loudest Stanley Cup final ever was the 2006 final against the Hurricanes. Oh, really? I said, man, oh, man, you're, you're, you know, you leave the building, your yeah. ears are ringing for 15 minutes afterward. I was there for all of those. Uh, uh, it was deafening. It was unbelievable. Why you know, do you think that one was louder than any of the other previous ones? You know, you know my guess is that... Uh, the orders made made the playoffs mm -hmm. on on the final of, night. The final night of the 2006 season, and their first round opponent, the Red Wings. The Red Wings finished first. The orders eighth, and I I like many thought, well, let's hope it's competitive. <laughs> and the only problem was the orders just caught fire, and and all the way through to the final round. Yeah. I mean that was fantastic, and with the club we have, uh, opening season tonight with the club we have. Um, they could surprise because, you know, they've got some some very competitive top six talent. Uh, the bottom six uh, will be a surprise because there's going to be some fantastic. It'll take a while to make sure the recipe is right for this team, and I think it's I think it'll surprise this year. 
39-50, the five goals against Philadelphia. Unreal. Unreal. Could, do you, did you... 39 games and 50 goals, and he scored five the last night. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the Philly goalie was that night? Worked for the Oilers as a scout. Uh, uh, the Pete. P- uh, Pete Peters. Pete Peters. Yeah. And I said to him, I think uh, I think Peters was out of the net for the last goal. I think Gretz scored the last one into an empty net. Yep, he but did. That was wild. Yeah. Incredible. The history you have seen is. Uh, Phenomenal. Anybody ever approached you about writing a book? A couple of people have. Yeah? Any plans? People have. There's too many people out there who have got something on me. I better I better not write a book. <laughs> uh, really a pleasure having yeah. you on the show. Thank nice, you Terry. so much, Mark. You Enjoy your uh, time off here coming. Great. Up. Thanks, Pete. It's time for What's Happening on the Campaign Trail. Team Red leaders stood in front of a group of ethnically diverse millennials who looked like they would rather be in the firing line of rubber bullets at a Hong Kong riot than standing behind someone who didn't think blackface was a thing 29 years ago. After announcing a new 10% luxury tax for people who buy things over $100,000, everyone in the market for a surfboat or a one-ton truck for work immediately wanted to tell him where he could stick his red canoe. And paddle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Team Orange leader said he would put together a fund that would be dedicated to keeping young people out of gangs in BC. Reporters then scratched their heads wondering why a recruitment plan wasn't announced in order to form gangs so they could be taxed in order to pay for some of the other campaign promises they've been making since the election was called. There you go. It's Helix for 1984. That was the first year of a Stanley Cup victory for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, before that, ACDC's Heat Seeker. That was in 88. That was the fourth. So you know, we're just, you know, racking our brains, finding great music to play from the great years. Yeah, man. The 80s was a banging year for rock and skatey punchy. Yeah, it sure was. We had uh, 84, 85. Uh, we don't talk much about 86, the whole Steve Smith thing. And, uh, and then 87 and 88. And then 90 were the big year. Almost 2006. But Almost. Not. But not. Though. But not quite. Uh, That's Hope. good, though. We would have had to listen to, like, Imagine Dragons or something. <laughs> and who needs that? <laughs> uh, so we've got, uh, and it, I was, I thought, hey, we've got, yes, you know, Steve Steve Hackett, or, yes. We've got uh, Genesis coming. Genesis Revisited. Yeah, Genesis yeah, Revisited with uh, with Steve Hackett. And I was thinking, oh, when, what year was Abacab? What year was Abacab? Uh, oh, it doesn't fit in with the great years. No. It's close. How close? And uh, uh, I think it's what is it, a year or two off. So not it's close enough, but not enough that we can't we can't play. It's not in the years. Those are the rules. It's well, yeah, and it's happening all day. Uh, sorry, eighty one is uh, eighty one was probably the best year ever. Is the year I was born? Again, this wasn't about you, Pete, but. Uh, Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Is your birthday coming up? Absolutely. You know how I know? Facebook's asking me to start some kind of charity or something. Is it in the fall? Yeah, it's in uh, a week. It's in a week? Yeah, I had to look at the calendar there. Your birthday present's on your desk. I brought you tomatoes. Sweet. 
Yeah, so uh, I would think it'd, it'd be a good idea to play some Genesis for this uh, great year's thing, but there was no uh, Genesis album released in a year that the Oilers won the Stanley Cup. So, so how about some some John Mellencamp instead? Well, we will have some John Mellencamp instead, but we still have the Steve Hackett Genesis revisited tickets to give away for February 27th at the Windspear Center. If you're caller number nine right now at 780-451-8097. That Here's works. John Mellencamp now from a Stanley Cup year. Hey, 97. Well, here's a, here's a good question for you, Pete. You know, you being a, a fan of different kinds of sports and not so much the uh, traditional Canadian sort of uh, football, hockey, that kind of thing. You are a race fan. Yeah. And, and, Motorsport. You know, that tends to be where your uh, interests lie. But having Mark Lewis on the show today talking about some of the memories of the glory years and the Stanley Cup winning years of the Stanley Cup. For, Dude, for iconic the, as hell. Yeah. Pretty cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. He's uh, just one of the guy. You, you heard the voice. It didn't matter where you were in Canada or anywhere in, in, for that world, in that matter in the world. Uh, yeah. You recognize that voice. Yeah, because people in Estonia know it when they're sitting on the curb all the time. After they've been caught speeding. Yes, exactly. So uh, tomorrow uh, we will have the inside dish with Titch as we get ready. Uh, it's the first game of the 2019-2020 season for the Edmonton Oilers. Some interesting lineup movement. Uh, happening there with the new coach Tippett in Holland, the new GM. Have you got a prediction for the year? I I'm not super optimistic, but uh, hey, I'm a season ticket holder again, and, and you know, I'm going to be optimistic. They're going the whole way, splitting them you with my my wife's cousin. <laughs> The, uh, the, the you know, splitting up for the beginning, for game tonight, uh, yeah. it looks like they're splitting up Connor and, and Leon. Leon's going to have his own line, and then uh, Nuge is going to have his own line as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how everybody gels. Spread the greatness around a bit. Yeah. And is that's, this what we're doing? That sort of thing. That's why they're so, going all the way this year. So uh, game one <laughs> of an 82-game marathon goes tonight at Rogers Place, 8 o'clock, doubleheader. Uh, Leafs on TV before that, and then uh, Oilers and Canucks. Uh, dish Inside dish with Titch tomorrow at 7.15. He's our uh, inside guy with the Oilers, all things Oilers, at 7.16 or so tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow night, what are you doing tomorrow night, you guys? Anyway, tomorrow come, night. I don't know why it's going on tomorrow night. NFL football, man. It's a bit oh, Rams Seahawks. Oh, I might have to. I might have to. It depends I'm, on how icky I feel. I'm. But yeah. Why? Why? Why, 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 yeah, are, you why are you gonna feel icky? icky? I feel icky now. Oh, oh you're yeah, sick. Get away oh, do from you me. have a cold? Oh, uh, I don't know what I have. It's gross. Right. <laughs> I like how you take three steps back. Yeah. You're already across the room. Maybe from stay me. at home and watch it at home. <laughs> if you're sick, don't come. But if you're healthy and well, uh, come to match in the Starlight Casino here in West Edmonton Mall. I'll be hosting a Thursday night football, six o'clock. I love watching the Seahawks play. It's going to be a good game. Well, it's the two teams. What are they? They're both three and one, aren't they? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're doing all right for themselves. So. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a, a, a whiz-bang of a game tomorrow night. We'll have all kinds of prizes to give away, and I'll be hosting the fun starting at 6 o'clock at Match in the Starlight Casino. Come out and learn about football tomorrow, Pete. I'm baking bread tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah.